from Cambridge Community Television in Cambridge, Massachusetts, performing in front of a live studio audience, Cambridge Vintage Mystery Players are pleased to present the debut performance of The Dastardly Duplicitous Detective Duel. For their previous cases, the Marshall Scissors have gone undercover in the chocolate dipping room of a candy factory. Smashed music boxes looking for important clues. And performed in a vaudeville dancing act. Sugarfoots, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In tonight's case, it's 1929, and the Marshall Sisters Detective Agency has been hired to investigate daily mysterious phone calls to the massive candy factory. Can the Marshall Sisters, assisted by Tommy McAllister and his band of Massad marauders, solve the case of the dastardly duplicitous detective duel? Act one, scene one, Club Garden Speakeasy. May, it's the cat's pajamas to see you again. You shred it, Wheat. We had some great times on the Reeve Gauche in Paris back in the day. I couldn't believe it when I came across you in my hometown of Cambridge. I have to admit I hated Cambridge at first. Especially when it was snowing when I arrived in April. Traveling all over the world for the past two years in support of women's and workers' rights has made me appreciate our central heating here in Cambridge. <laughs> but I can imagine it must have been shocking for you coming here from Hollywood. Mm. Who was with you on your world tour? My sister and my protege, Anne McAllister whom I met when she was working at the Massive Candy Factory here in Cambridge. Speaking of world tours, makes me think of all our great times in Paris after the war. Cafés, salons, studio soirees. Remember that so-called painter René with his moustache and beret trying to constantly get girls to pose for him in his freezing garret? And he just couldn't understand why his charms didn't work on you or me. <laughs> why, Dorothy, it is you. <laughs> Winslow, what are you doing here? Why, Dorothy, can't you at least pretend to be glad to see me? Why should I, when I know you tried to sabotage my contract with Paramount by spreading rumors? Well, it, looked like it looks like it might have worked, considering you've been exiled to this back of beyond spot. <laughs> well, really. Cambridge is my hometown, and it's one of the best places in the world. Dorothy, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? <laughs> uh, well, bye for now. I have a feeling we'll be running into each other again very soon. <laughs> Who was that pill? That scapegrace. He calls himself Cecil B. DeMille Jr., but he's actually Winslow Rogers from Pocatello, Idaho. Well, he is Cecil B. DeMille's nephew, so all the doors were open to him when he showed up in Hollywood last year. He's jealous of me because I have worked my way up through the business from film editor to the greatest director of my generation without any connections. You're the bee's knees, Dean. I'll drink to that. Act one, scene two, Marshall Detective Agency. 
Sis, I still can't believe that Dorothy Asner is going to make a movie about our detective agency. And how? We're lucky that such a famous Hollywood director wants to feature us in her first film about women trailblazers. And it's going to be a talkie. I'm sure it didn't hurt that we solved the vaudeville mystery and saved her last picture. And how? It also doesn't hurt that she and Auntie May are such great friends from their days back in Paris after the war. Here come the Massab Marauders. Mrs. So Marshall! Mrs. Downstairs. Marshall! Slow down, boys. Take a couple of breaths. And while you're doing that, remember we asked you to walk up the stairs when you come to this office and knock on the door instead of barging in, holeless molus. We gotta tell you what those two dames, I mean ladies, are doing. Yeah, they've opened their own detective agency. Right downstairs from you. Which in dames? Hey, I thought you said we should say ladies instead of dames, but... You just said Dave. Never mind that now, Tommy. Who are you talking about? Mrs. Myers and Madame whatever. I don't know her name. They've started their own detective agency. They've stopped us up their way to see you, dames. I mean, ladies. And had the nerve to ask us if we wanted to work for them. Of course, we gave them the Bronx cheer and kept coming up the stairs. Even though they said we didn't have to go to school, but could work all day and get paid for hours more than you pay us for. They also said they were going to get into Miss Arsner's new movie instead of you. You have got to be kidding me. What do those dames, I mean ladies, know about running a professional detective agency and then trying to hire our mass marauders right out from under our noses? It is baloney, sis, but I think one of the boys should take them up on their offer of a job so we can find out what those two are up to. I'll do it, Miss Marshall. I sent away for a booklet on how to become an international spy and read the whole thing five times. Best nickel I ever spent. Fantastic, Pat. Thank you. The main reason we came over here is that we have a case for you. A paying case? Well, not exactly. Our cousin Mabel works in the massive candy factory as a switchboard operator, and she's very worried about some mysterious calls that come in from Canada almost every day. She knows we work for you and asked if you could investigate. Her job pays well, $8 a week but she doesn't have anything left over after she pays the rent for her family. Please help her out, Mrs. Marshall. She's really smart and pretty, and I think she's kind of sweet on me. No In way. In your dreams. <laughs> Sounds like we need to go undercover at Massive Candy again, sis. No, I'll work in the shop shop again. Never mind that. I'll get a job, I'll get my old job back as Guy Friday for the president. That was the job I had when I solved my first case for the Marshall Detective Agency. Yes, and you did a great job, Tommy. But the Guy Friday job is full-time, and you don't want to miss school. I'm willing to miss school for such an important case. No way, Buster. What we need is to get somebody on the switchboard at Massive Candy so Mabel can show her what's going on firsthand. Let's draw straws. Just as long as I don't have to tap dance. <laughs> Act one, scene three, Psychic Vaudeville Detective Agency. The spirits are telling me that we must go to the massive candy factory to solve a mystery. The spirits say? How about we both just turn that by listening through the radiator pipes to them talking upstairs in the Marshall Detective Agency? And also that that young scamp Pat is going to take the job with us just so he can spy and report back to the Marshall Dames. Outrageous. We must tell him the job is no longer available. Applesauce. 
We're going to give him the job and then feed him false information to bring back to the marshals. Ah, I see. Very devious. Speaking of devious, you could have knocked me over with a feather when you called to suggest that we form our own detective agency to get into Ms. Osner's next movie. What a great scam. P.T. Barnum would be impressed. Oh, it seemed like a good opportunity to combine my psychic ability and your vaudeville showmanship in order to get into the film. The Psychic Vaudeville Detective Agency will be what I believe is called a crowd pleaser in Hollywood circles. <laughs> That's the Vaudeville Psychic Detective Agency, Tuts. Psychic Vaudeville. Vaudeville Psychic. Who the hell is it? Hi, I'm Mrs. Myers and Madam. Um, is the job offer still open? Oh, I thought you and your friends were not available to work for us. Well, I thought about it and decided that I'm sick of doing what Tommy and Billy said all the time. I want my own job. Okay, kid. You start tomorrow at nine. Unlike some employers around here, we don't require our employees to go to school. You mean I'll be getting paid for all those hours instead of going to school? That's right, kid. And if you're lucky, I'll throw in a few tips on your ventriloquism act. Act two, scene one, Massive Candy Factory Switchboard Room. Thanks so Massive Candy Factory. Thanks Hold so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming here to help me solve this mystery, Miss Marshall. Pat and Billy are always telling us about all the cases you and your sister have solved. Please call me Louise, Mabel, and we're happy to help. This sounds like a really interesting case, too. Can you tell me all the details again, please? The boys were a little overexcited when they came by the office yesterday. Yeah, sure. Each day for the past week, exactly at 3 o'clock, the Canadian operator connects a call and a man asks to be connected to Miss Sims' office. The line rings once and he hangs up. Then he calls back again and does the same thing. Finally, he calls back again and Miss Sims answers. Who's Miss Sims? I am Miss Sims' switchboard supervisor. And who are you? Oh, good morning, Miss Sims. I didn't hear you come in. This is my friend Louise Marshall, who is filling in for Sadie for a few days. I knew Sadie was going away, but I didn't know anything about a Louise filling in. Do you have switchboard experience, Miss Marshall? This is a very busy and important business as the largest candy factory in the world, and it's essential that our switchboard operators are efficient and professional at all times. Uh, oh, yes, Miss Sims. I had lots of switchboard experience in New York. I just moved back to Cambridge, which is why I was available to help out when Mabel asked me. Hmm, all right. I will be monitoring your work, Miss Marshall, so I hope you are truly as experienced as you claim to be. And who might you be? I might be Clara Buck, but I happen to be your new switchboard operator, Mrs. Myers. <laughs> new switchboard operator? Why wasn't I informed of this? Keep your hair on, toots. Your company president gave me the job as a personal favor. A personal favor? Do you at least have switchboard experience? No, but I have a lot of people skills. This is outrageous. I'm going to talk to Mr. Desmond right now. Just what are you doing here, Mrs. Myers? Same as you. 
I'm on a case and planning to get into Dorothy Asna's new talkie. A case? And how do you know about the movie? The Vaudeville Psychic Detection Agency knows all and sees all. Says you. My sister and I are professional detectives. Not charlatans like you and Madame whatever she's calling herself this week. Wonderful. Can I get a close-up of Louise's face, Johnny? Louise, can you give us a tear for the close-up? Cut! Winslow! Just what the hell are you doing here muscling in on my movie? Oh, is this your movie, Dorothy? Yes. Last time I checked, this was a candy company switchboard room, not an oak-closed set. And you're trying to horn in on my groundbreaking reality film concept. I am the greatest director of my I generation! I don't care who is the what of the what. I want all of you out of my switchboard room immediately. This is a place of business, not a three-ring circus or a vaudeville stage. Hey! What's the matter with vaudeville? I got this job due to your company president being a bit too fond of visiting my high-class vaudeville theater when his wife thought he was working late. Mabel, you better come to our office after work to fill us in. I usually get fired from my undercover jobs, including being the lady who gets sawed in half by a magician, but this is the quickest yet. Toodaloo, Dottie. See you at the next shoot. Yeah, not if I see you first. And don't ever call me Dottie. Everybody out now. Act two, scene two. Massive candy factory chocolate dipping room. How's the job going, boys? Really hard. We can't hardly keep up with the chocolates as they come along the conveyor belt. Never mind eat many. You're not here to eat candy, you saps. You're here to see if you can find out anything about the mysterious phone calls. Hey, don't call us saps. And We found something. A pirate's tunnel that leads from here to the river. Pirates are out on the open seas, not on the Charles River. Where is the tunnel? Over here in the back of the room. And the Charles River connects to the Atlantic Ocean. We better get a wiggle on before that boss comes back and starts yelling at us again. And how. We don't need to hear him flapping his gums again just because we eat a few pieces of candy. My stomach hurts. Act 2, Scene 3, Vaudeville Psychic Detective Agency. I say psychic vaudeville. Vaudeville psychic. Hiya, Mrs. Myers and Madam, um... So, you finally vouchsafed to grace us with your presence, young man. Um, vouch how much? <laughs> um, that is, my mother said I had to go to school. Yeah, that's it. Never mind that. Do you have any news for us about the Marshall sisters are doing at that candy factory case? Thanks to those movie directors, that Sims dame gave me the bumps rush before I could find out anything more about the mysterious phone calls. Although I think they managed to get my good side. Wait, how did you find out about the mysterious calls? Never mind! Now scram, kid, and take the rest of the day off. Okie dokie. The spirits are telling me more about the mysterious calls. You mean the mystical radiator is about to come on the air again? <laughs> Grab a couple of glasses and let's find out what's happening with our case.
Act two, scene four, Marshall Detective Agency. I hope I don't lose my job over this. It pays eight bucks a week, which is a really good salary for a woman. They used to have men doing the switchboard jobs, but they were more expensive and a lot of them were rude to the callers. Why did the men get paid more for the same job? Men always get paid more because they have to support their families. But don't you help to support your family? Well, yes, but... We'll have to introduce you to Auntie May so she can explain equal rights to you. But for now, let's focus on the case. Okay, Miss Arzner, we're ready for our close-ups. Just act natural while I'm filming, everybody. Although, I may ask for more expression on the close-ups. Quiet on the set! Action! Each day at 3 p.m., a call comes in from Miss Sims to the Canadian operator, and I transfer the call to her office. On the first two calls, the caller hangs up after one ring. Miss Sims answers the third time he calls, and it sounds like they're speaking in code. Aren't you supposed to sign off after connecting a call? <laughs> yes, we are, but these calls are so mysterious, and it seems like something funny is going on. So I've been listening in for the past week or so. When I mentioned it to Sadie, she said Miss Sims gets these calls for a few days in a row each month. Each month, eh? So what did they say when you listened in? It was almost like what I learned in school about the midnight ride of Paul Revere, one if by land, two if by sea. I wrote it down. She says, if the spire by moonlight shines, there beneath the twisting vines, then he says, then the ghostly vessel waits until informed of shifting fates. Then she says, but not beyond the longest day on river of the king delay, and hangs up. Cut, cut! I need much more drama in these words, Miss... Whatever. You sound like you're reading a, a, a shopping list rather than quoting mysterious stanzas. Now, no, let's take it from the top. Professor Winslow, just what do you think you're doing on my set? The River of the King. That's got to be the Charles River. And today is the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. The, the Pirate's, Pirate's Tunnel. Tunnel. Three, scene one, Riverfront. Quiet, we're almost to the riverbank. Can you see anything? No, I can't see a darn thing with all of you kids in the way. Mrs. Myers, what are you doing here? Same as you, working on a case and getting into the movie. How do you know about the case? Pat, did you tell those dames, I mean ladies, anything? Of course not. The vaudeville psychic detective agency knows all. Please, not that baloney again. This is our case and our movie, so get out of the way. Come on, boys. We're almost at the river. Look at that light flashing. Pirates. pirates. Modern day pirates. They're bootleggers. Look at all that hooch. Miss Sims, what are you doing here all dolled up like the Queen of Sheba? This is my bootleg empire. By day, I am Miss Sims, refined switchboard supervisor. By night, I live in a luxurious apartment above my warehouse with a major domo and host soirees in between business deals. But what are you doing here? Mabel happened to listen in on your calls with your Canadian supplier, and she hired our detective agency to investigate. Amazing! What passion and brilliance! And what an exciting and dangerous business you've built! I used to be well-behaved Miss Mary Peabody, English teacher, until the Cambridge School Committee fired me because my fiancé was a Quaker. I was bitter about it, and Gerald and I broke off our engagement. 
After that, I decided to stop living by society's rules for well-behaved young ladies and start my own business. An English teacher. So that's how you came up with such poetic code messages. Queen of the bootleggers. That's it. My next picture about women in interesting professions. Miss Sims, I am Dorothy Arsner, the greatest director of my generation, and I am going to make you a star. Me? A movie star? I'll get to dress and act like myself every day instead of working for men with less than half my brain? Sign me up! Miss Sims, I am Cecil B. DeMille, Jr., and I am going to make you a star with my connections in Hollywood. Horse feathers, I... Professor! Miss Sims, Winslow here has a inflated idea of his own importance. Oh, I'm going to work with you, Miss Arsner. We women in interesting professions have to stick together. Now, I have to get moving and get this tea over to the Club Garden speakeasy before they all die of thirst over there. Club Garden? See you over there. Can we come? Nice try, boys. Go home and do your homework. Great job on this case. Okay, but I still plan to work a few more shifts into the chocolate dipping room this week. And how? Three, scene two, Club Garden Speakeasy. Great tea, Miss Sims. Please call me Mary. Everybody seems to really enjoy the Canadian tea. Yes, your business definitely performs a public service. Hey, what happened to that vaudeville dame? Is she off her rocker or what? <laughs> yes, Mrs. Myers is one of a kind. She went back to tell her detective agency partner that we solved the case. Her partner is one of a kind, too. You shredded wheat. Let me tell you about them and my last picture. It was at the Scenic Temple Vaudeville Theater and the... Cut! <laughs> well done, ladies. This would be a wonderful opening scene for my new picture. Queen of the bootleggers. Your picture! I am the greatest director of my generation!